we like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for the 4th of July, 2016. I'm getting a really late start. It's actually not quite 4th of July yet where I'm at, but I'm going to go ahead and label this study for the 4th of July because it's about 11.21 where I'm, when I'm starting. I spent pretty much my whole day doing this. It got drug out and the study ended up being much larger than I thought and Hey, I got the energy, I'm going to go ahead and start it. So, we are going to be covering primarily today, as the main subject, this Together 2016. And I wanted to do this study before this event actually happened, so that people could be praying about this. And, because this is coming up July 16th, and for this study posted July 4th, um, I have about, you know... 12 days to pray for it. Um, before I get into that, I got this email, and then when I thought about it, I said, you know, there's probably a lot of people that this cat would fall into this category. If you've ever tried to eat, uh, forward any of my newsletters, this would apply to you um, because, well, let me just read this, and then you'll understand. It says, hello, Scott, I cannot send out your emails anymore, as I have for many years, because this is how people receive them. And he posted what it looked like below, and it was all text. It was unviewable. It is very discouraging. Only I can view everything in the PDF file as normal. Really, it's not the PDF file I send in, but I think you can understand what we're saying. When I send out the emails, or when the mail service I use sends out the emails, they go out in a, H, I think it's an HTML format. Okay, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself here. Let me let, let me read this, and then I'll explain this. Because um, this wouldn't apply just to my emails. It would apply to any email in a rich text or a HTML format. Okay. Um, it is my Yahoo Mail format they force me. Is it my Yahoo Mail format they force me to change to? Are they trying to control me so I can't send these out anymore? Or is it something on your end that is causing this? What can I do or expect out of all this? I'm not very good with computers. So again, this wouldn't just apply to my emails. This would apply to any email you would forward, particularly if it was not plain text. Plain text being just the, the when you get an email from somebody and it's just in a black one, it's in a black font, it's, 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 it's the same size, it's the same font size, nothing's bolded, nothing's really underlined, there's no highlighting, there's no nothing. That's plain text. Okay, now... I've noticed over the years, and I should have made this announcement probably 10 years ago, because um, literally now we've been doing this, well, I guess over 10 years at this point. You know, started in 2006, and now it's 2016. So, anyway, um, if you send out emails in plain text from your email server, okay, which, honestly speaking... When I get emails from people, most of the time they're in plain text. My emails are set up that when I reply, I'll reply in whatever text I receive them in. This is how I know that, okay? The problem is, is if you try to forward an email that's in rich or HTML text, which are the texts where, like how I send out, where there's like different colors, there's different boldings, there's different, you know, all of this different stuff in there. There's pictures, okay? 
if you try to forward an, uh, an email like that in plain text, it'll remove all the pictures, it'll remove all the bolding, it'll remove all the highlighting, and all you'll have is, is, is the text. It, ru it would literally ruin the email. So, what I said to him, and this is a tip for forwarding, contending for truth emails, but it would also be a tip for forwarding any email in either HTML or, 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 or uh, rich text. If your email account is set up for plain text which I think most of my listeners are, okay, it seems to be the norm. Um, if your email is set up for plain text email dispersals, which I'm pretty sure yours is because the email you sent me is in plain text, that's how I knew he, his was, all of the emails you will try to send, you will try to forward me, will come out like this, meaning unviewable, essentially. Or all you're going to get is some, is some uh, text, you're not going to, all the links, all the links will be gone, okay? All the pictures will be gone. All the highlighting will be gone. All the colors will be gone, okay? So, and again, with my emails, most of the way I've designed them over the years to make them the most efficient as possible, it takes me so long to put out one just newsletter because all of those links you're seeing, I had to individually go in there, put them in there, most of them I had to actually, or a lot of them, I actually have to create the link per article. So not all of them, but, but a lot of them I do. I actually have to go in there and, and actually put the website and, and, and marry that to the link. Um, so it, it takes a tremendous amount of time just to do an, a newsletter, what, what, what you get. But what I'm trying to do is, is create one-stop shopping where, okay, if you haven't looked at the news for a week, and you get one of my end-time current event newsletters, or you get one of my end-time health newsletters, it's all done for you. And a lot of times I've even highlighted stuff that you may want to look at or, or may need to be emphasized. Um, now, if you try to forward one of those, and you have plain text, it's going to come out like just some words, all the links will be gone. All, I mean, I don't really normally send out pictures. Uh, I, but all that will be gone, the newsletter will be totally ruined totally ruined so you would have to change your email settings to i mean preferably html html and not plain text now i can't tell you how to do that it's different for different email things if you have outlook it's one way and and sometimes it's a little bit complex what i would say to do is go up on like uh, youtube or do a keyword search and and key in something like how to and you could do this for like anything on your computer. Like, okay, I don't know how to do this on my computer. How to. How to uninstall a particular thing, this and that. Go how to um, change my email settings to plain text. And then, and then put in your email um, program, whatever it is. If it's Outlook 2010, if it's whatever, put that in. Do a keyword search both in, um, I don't recommend Google for anything because it's so big brother. I use Xquick. Now, I understand Xquick isn't as good as Google. I get that. I understand that. And every once in a while, if I have to do an image search and I'm searching for a particular image, I'll typically try to use Yahoo. I try to always avoid Google. Google is totally pure evil, and they're beyond big brother, so I try to avoid them as much as possible. But... Um, I, it's I-X-Q-U-I-C-K. It's, it's uh, Catherine Albrecht's, the lady that wrote the Spy Chips book. It's her private email, or it's her private search engine that she created. 
Okay, you can search images in there. You can search um, for terms and things of this nature. But you can also search it on YouTube. And um, <clears throat> also as an aside, I would recommend in, in the Big Brother world that we live in, I clear my history sometimes many times per day. Just because of like if you're in one of your, like let's say you're in an account like online banking, for instance, or an online debit card or something like that, you get out of that, you want to go ahead and clear your history. Because um, this is how identities get stolen a lot of times. Because your history's there and this and that. And I don't know how the whole rigmarole goes. And I'm not saying clearing your history is going to make you bulletproof. But it is one thing you can do. I also have other programs that I run that also do a deeper cleaning on there. One of the ones that's really, like, basically no cost you, there is a pro version but really really cheap free program is cc cleaner it's one of the most popular programs on the internet that clears a lot of stuff out as a suite i i use um i'll just tell you what i use advanced system care i believe it's advanced system care pro um 9.0 and that's a really good one that does everything like antivirus registry defrag you name it it does it and another thing just say so, while i'm on the subject i guess if you have a laptop in particular okay and you have a hard drive if your hard drive goes bad i would highly recommend that you upgrade to a solid state hard drive on your laptop i did that and it is probably one of the best things i have ever done Okay, because they're so much more reliable and they're so much faster. And if you end up dropping your computer, you're most likely not going to ruin your hard drive. On the old hard drives, which is, you know, kind of the norm, um, they will they will break very easily. I went I I kept going through hard drives, and it was because you know I have my laptop glued with me half the time when I'm in my house. I'll, a lot of times I'll bring it into the into the bedroom or I'll take it into the office or whatever. And, you know, you put it down, you know, it slips off, something kind of ruins the hard drive. The solid-state hard drives, and I'm not saying you can't drop it off a skyscraper or something, but it's it's so much more reliable, and it's so much more less prone to do that, and it's so much faster. You'll notice that your startup times are just, it, it's like, I don't even know how much faster, but it's, it's phenomenal. So solid-state hard drive, I don't really, I think mine might be a Toshiba or something, I don't know. But, um. Anyway, just just a few tips there. Now, let's go ahead and, uh, sorry I took so much time on that, but these are things that i kind of been meaning to say for a long time. They're kind of important, especially if you're trying to get this news forwarded to somebody and you think they're getting it, and for years you think they've been getting it, and they're, and they're getting nothing because all the links are gone because you're for, forwarding in plain text format, which is ruining the whole email. You don't know it. It's not like anybody's telling you. It's not your fault, but... That's why I wanted to mention this because I didn't, I didn't really finally figure this out until this week that this is probably happening to a lot of people. Um, and again, the, the newsletter is free. You can go to contendingfortruth.com, sign up to either one. Um, I've never charged for it. I've never, I've never charged for any of my audios. I've got over 1,000 audios up now uh, on the website. The website's also just been totally revamped, upgraded, um, we're I, I don't know it's it's i think it's about as good as it's ever been it's nothing nothing's ever perfect but it's definitely 
probably in the best the website's probably in the best state it's ever been in right now and if you want to do a search for something you just key in the term in the search bar and just hit enter and it automatically search for that term okay so uh anyway let's get into the main part of the study here this is quite a bit of information i'm going to try to cover uh i've had a lot of people emailing me about this subject and i knew i kind of had to drop everything and cover this because this is literally coming up in a couple weeks right now and i want to get this word out because if i do it afterward it's not going to matter because there's there's going to be no there's there's going to be not really any prayer going up yeah i could cover up the out the after effects of it but i'm very big on trying to be proactive Confirm Pope Francis will join Hillsong United and 39 others for, it's called Together 16. Pope Francis to address a Christian gathering at a national mall event, meaning in the, in the capital, in front of the big gigantic 666 foot obelisk. Yes, it's 666 feet high. Now, it's 550 feet high from ground to tip, the obelisk there, okay, the Washington Monument. But if you look at its foundation, its base, it goes down another 111 feet, which would make it 666 feet high. The largest obelisk in the world with Satan's number on it. And they're going to be doing it in front of the probably the reflection pool where you see the obelisk twice. This, you know, it's the whole the whole architecture of of Washington DC is totally occult it's totally evil it's totally wicked it's totally masonic masons were the ones that essentially designed the whole um thing if you go into the keyword if uh, you go into youtube and key in riddles in stone it's a whole documentary on that i believe that cutting edge did on the absolute total satanic luciferian masonic architecture of washington dc the, the city was laid out that way from the very beginning so if the foundations be destroyed what can the righteous do it's a corrupt evil cesspool of devilness i mean it's really bad okay so um the pope is going to, there's going to have this big big gathering there called together 2016 he's going to address the crowd there of a special video message now the bible says to be Ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion hath light with darkness, and what concord, meaning agreement, hath Christ with Belial. A concord would also be like a written, like you could almost think of it to like a written agreement, like something you sign, you know, an, an agreement between two parties. What concord hath Christ with Belial, Belial being the devil, or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? Uh, what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God, as God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. And I will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. So if you are yoked up with a whole bunch, even if you're, let's say you're a born-again, saved Christian, and you are yoked up with a whole bunch of heretics, like Catholics, in other words, or whatever other apostate, Laodicean, it is going to affect you, and it will affect your prayer life. 
the God says to come out from among them and be separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. Well, what does that also imply? If you don't come out from among them and be separate, he will not receive you. Okay, so this is not something we want to be doing, is joking up with people that are heretics or apostates or whatever, because it affects your relationship with God. And, and that's his words, not mine. Okay, so I, that's all I'm saying there. Um, now, editors note, this was at the start of this report, it says, the sellout of the professing Laodicean Christian church, the Laodicean meaning the, the Laodicean church of Revelation 3, the, where the Bible said you're neither hot, the word of God says you're neither hot nor cold, but lukewarm, therefore I will vomit you out of my mouth. That's what God says about the Laodicean church. Okay, yet they thought that they were in need of nothing, and that they were proud about this, but in God's eyes, they were blind and naked and wretched. Now, that's probably the most accurate description of the modern-day church that you'll ever see. And we're going to be looking at that today uh, in depth. And I'm not saying that because I'm, I'm acting like I'm Mr. Sanctimonious and I'm perfect and I've never sinned and all this other stuff. I'm not saying that. But I'm talking about this stuff is so flagrant, so in your face, so out of control that I, I mean, my head is just spinning how wicked and evil the world has is becoming, has become, how insane things are. You, you look at what's going on today with, with uh, Hillary Clinton and this and the Attorney General with the lynch. I just put out a big email on it today, and, and they just, the, it's just unbelievable. All of the illegal activity that is going on, and they're just basically in your face. And, and then all they can do is turn around and cover it all up and attack anybody who is trying to expose it. And, you know, it's just unbelievable. Um, so he goes on to say, The sellout of the professing Laodicean church is nearly complete, as evidenced by this upcoming event featuring Pope Francis and 39 other groups like Hillsong United. We're going to be talking extensively about Hillsong United, that, quote, Christian music movement group out of Australia. Um, Hillsong United on July 16th in Washington. So we're looking at, okay, we are looking at basically two weeks from now, a little less than two weeks from now. The founder of this, quote, Christian festival refers to the Pope as his holiness. And he's not a Catholic. So that tells you exactly what kind of event this is going to be. Now, I put in a lot of different Bible verses. Most of the Bible verses I'm going to be reading, I put them in because I'll, I'll read stuff like this and I'll get convicted about, okay, what about this verse? What about, okay, and then I, I put the Bible verse in there. Um, Luke 16, 15, and he said unto them, Ye are they which justify yourselves before men. This is Jesus talking. But God knoweth your hearts, for that which is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. So, his holiness, now this, this Pope is the most rank reprobate devil that the catholic church has probably ever seen i mean overtly okay i'm talking even for a catholic this guy is so far off the deep end he is so far into satan's camp the stuff that comes out of his mouth that i even a ton of catholics are just totally freaked out by this guy okay and um but he's highly esteemed among men. And that which is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. So just because somebody's popular or whatever doesn't mean that uh, they're right in God's eyes. In fact, 
typically it's always the exact polar opposite okay um and the bible even talks about how jesus was was you know hated and, and things of this nature when he was here uh, particularly by the world <clears throat> if you don't know enough bible to know that the catholic church is the whore of babylon mentioned in revelation 17 and 18 then you don't know enough bible and if you can join forces with the head of the whore of babylon and not have your conscience bother you then maybe you're not saved at all now i'm not listen i'm not here to judge or condemn i'm this is this is what they're saying i think they bring up a good point um he says just something to think about um that his holiness would choose to speak now this is the guy that's doing the the whole thing the whole shebang okay this is the guy that organized it nick hall the founder of pulse okay now we're going to look at what pulse is it's this ecumenical pseudo christian heretical movement that is trying to unite all the religions of the world particularly all the christians okay and isn't weird we just had an attack down there in orlando at the pulse nightclub there's been all these things about the pulse or whatever lately all these uh, parallels that's not what the study is going to be about but there, there there has been a lot of stuff anyway this is a this is a statement from this guy this is the guy that put this all together and arranged it all he says that his holiness meaning the pope would choose to speak into this historic day meaning this together 2016 is a testament to the urgency and the need for followers of jesus to unite in prayer now none of their prayer is going to get above their heads in other words like they you've heard that term like the ceilings like made of brass when it comes to my prayers they're not getting to god none of these prayers are going to get to god when you're when you're when you're in this big ecumenical heretical apostate gathering bunch of reprobates praying to god it doesn't work that way it just does not work that way the bible says if i if, if i regard iniquity in my heart the lord will not hear me well the whole thing is iniquity the whole thing is an abomination to god the whole thing is sin you cannot now it would be one thing if you were going to go there to pray against it okay i i've done that before i know that works just key and todd bentley or bentley and revival now i don't have the time at least not now to do what i used to do before a lot which was go out and travel and do stuff like that okay um but me and a guy named doug uh, he kind of had we were in our he was i guess like if you want to call it a home church i had back then we went there and we prayed one afternoon at a todd bentley revival when it was at its peak when it had gotten so big it had moved over to this airport and literally within that same week the whole thing collapsed it shut down he came out and admitted he was cheating on his wife there was all this other stuff that happened and it all happened within a week the, the tents were down it was all over he'll never be the same now granted i understand he's still on the scene but that thing will never be the same and as far as i could tell we were the only ones there doing that because everybody else was kumbaya and all this other stuff but key, you know key that in in the search box at contendingfortruth.com if you want to hear that testimony and that was just one time so yes if you felt led to go there to pray against it by all means you know just make sure you're led of god and 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 um but don't don't come in union 
with these people. Don't hold hands and pray together and all this stuff. Don't do that. Okay? Um, <clears throat> but he says, the, the need for followers of Jesus to unite in prayer for our nation and our world. We are humbled and honored by his involvement, meaning the Pope's, and are eager to share his message with the crowd that gathers together at Together 2016. Oh, boy. It's just unbelievable how the the level of non-discernment, the level of evidently thousands, hundreds of thousands of, quote, Christians having no discernment, no red flags come up, seeing nothing wrong with this. And again, that's kind of the theme for today, to look at this. I haven't done a study like this in a while, and it's so bad now that I can't even really comprehend it anymore. Before, it was it seemed to be more in isolated factions where it was really 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 bad now it's the norm now mega apostate heresy blasphemy is the absolute total norm proverbs seventeen fifteen says now this is this is what i would say to good old nick hall founder of pulse had just made that statement he that justifieth the wicked the pope okay and he that condemneth the just even they both are an abomination to the Lord. So in God's eyes, that's how he feels about Nick Hall, founder of Pulse, who's trying to unite all these religions together. So eventually, you know where this is all heading, we're going to have this one world religion. Well, this is the absolute, this is, this is the um, absolute evidence of that on the Christian end. Now, eventually, they're all going to yoke up. Hinduism, Buddhism, everything. Mormons, Jehovah, everybody. Everybody's going to get on the same, you know. And, in America, with the 501c3 corporation status that almost all of these different religions occupy, going to the government to get their right to literally exist through the IRS, essentially, well, they're all kind of on the same train anyway. They just don't all know it yet. Now, these types of events, though, are going to solidify that. And they're going to bring them together. And see, the thing is, is when you go there and you yoke up with them... You're not seeing all the demons and devils buzzing around, infesting people, getting people yoked up together. You're not seeing the spiritual end of it, okay? And this is why Satan would want this to happen, so that that dynamic would take place. Because it's different if you're in your living room and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, the Catholics, this and that, and you're watching it on the internet, oh, sis, boom, ba, rah, 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 yeah, good, go for them. But it's different when you go there. You fit, just like it's different if you go there and physically pray against it. Okay, just like my, my, my listeners did at Tomorrowland last year, and they shut the whole thing down. Now, I'm not saying they did, but God, the Holy Spirit, his angels, that thing got shut down. They're not even having Tomorrowland this, here this year. It was such a disaster last year. And that was a handful of, of listeners that were down there last year shut all Tomorrowland down. Just like two, me, me and another guy, we shut, I mean, through the Lord, through the Holy Spirit, but I think he used us, the, shut the gigantic, gigantic Todd Bentley movement down. That was the hugest thing going on at, quote, Christendom at the time when that happened. So it doesn't take a lot. It's like Gideon's army. Now, I think it's just super, super important if that were to happen and you go there and you see these types of events that you broadcast, that you let them and you say, this is what the Lord has done. I didn't do it, but he used me 
as a willing vessel. Um, <clears throat> so let's go further. Isaiah 5.20, woe unto them that call evil good and good evil. And this is what this guy's doing. He's calling something, he's calling his holiness. Only God's holy. Okay, only God. We're all, we're all, <laughs> humanity in general is tainted by sin. Okay, there is none good. As, as the Bible talks about. There is only, you know, only God, only Jesus Christ is holy, okay? And, and the thing is, is they're calling this movement good, and it's evil. The Bible says one of them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter, and that's exactly what the norm is now, today. Then we have Jeremiah 48.10. Cursed be he that doeth the work of the Lord deceitfully. This is exactly what they're doing. They're claiming they're doing this work for God, but they're doing it, obviously, not for God, and they're doing it deceitfully and acting, trying to ride the coattails of Jesus. Cursed be he. They're under a curse. And their followers are under a curse. The followers, and we're going to talk about this later, but if the blind leadeth the blind, they will both fall into a ditch. That's what the Bible says in the New Testament. Jesus said that. So, these are blind devil workers of Satan leading their blind followers into the ditch of hell. If you really want to expound, that's like the amplified version. <laughs> I only use King James, but and I don't advise the others. But I'm saying that was kind of an expansion on it. But that's what it means. The ditch isn't the ditch isn't heaven, you know. If you think about it, and then you could say, "Oh, you're just judgmental." Well, the Bible says in First Corinthians two fifteen, the first part, "He that is spiritual judgeth all things." Well, no, it says, "Judge not, lest ye be judged." That's if you're a hypocrite judging the speck in your brother's eye when you have a beam in your own. That's how that applies. He even says remove the speck in your, remove the beam in your eye so that you can judge the speck. Not, not in a hypocritical way, but so that you can help other people. Okay, so, and again, this isn't about being sanctimonious or pious or holier than thou and I'm so much better than you and I got everything figured out. Because once you start doing that, if you start feeling that way, and this is, this is the thing I would guard against the biggest thing to guard against when you start getting to this level of information start and you start seeing the big picture and it becomes so obvious to you is guarding against pride because pride will blind you like nothing else what do you mean well it was the first sin of the bible what did it do to, to lucifer when he was called lucifer well it says because of his beauty and because of his merchandise his heart was lifted up toward god he, he, he became proud and then he said, I will ascend under the sides of the north. I will be like the most high. He thought he was going to usurp God off the throne. This is how delusional Lucifer became because of pride. Okay? So he was at a very high knowledge level. He was at like the highest, I would say he was the highest angelic created being that God's ever made. Okay? And you got archangels, but he was a cherubim. He was the anointed cherubim that covereth. That's how the Bible refers to him as. He most likely had something to do with covering the throne of God, and you know. Um, but he got proud, and um, when you get proud, 
then you, you get totally blind to your own sins. You get totally blind. And he's probably the greatest example we could ever look to. So you don't want to get all this information and start thinking, well, I'm so much better and this and that. And, and, I, and I see a lot of people on YouTube and they'll have videos and you could tell that they've figured a lot of this stuff out and you can also just hear the arrogance and the pride and and it's like oh man i don't got a good vibe about this guy i don't got a good vibe about this they're they're you could tell they're full of pride and i, I avoid them i really do i i avoid them if i get that real that real sense of oh man they're boy they're full of themselves you know yeah they may be reporting on a lot of truth but boy oh boy you can just feel the pride coming off them they're going to if they're not already it's just a matter of time before they go start going down the wrong and typically those type of people from what i've seen end up starting their own little cults they end up starting their own little movements and their own little religious movements where they'll say oh god showed me this and showed me that and i'm the only one on the planet he's basically shown this to even though they don't really have to say that's just implied and then women do this too a lot and do this and do this and do this and then all of a sudden becomes works related salvation or some other whacked out thing that they're being told and they go totally off the deep end they what was the door for that to let all that happen pride what is the opposite of pride humility humility is the cure for pride and humility is one of the only things that that i think a person can do from a biblical standpoint from what i've researched that really pleases god he resisteth the proud god resisteth the proud but giveth grace unto the humble so humility is being able to look at your own sorry self and say you know what (laughs) i got a long way to go and i'm not anything apart from the lord jesus christ i am nothing apart from god and I don't have it all figured out. And praise God, he gives me another day to live and, and, and breath in my lungs and water water to drink and food to eat and shelter. And, and just to understand, you know, not to think of yourself more highly than you ought, as the Bible says, to, to consider the pit from whence you were dug. You know, that's humility. And, and, and humility is, is one of the greatest ways to stay close to God. It, and you look at you look at all the blessings connected with humility in like Psalms and Proverbs, and there are so many blessings connected with humility and fear of God. Because what is humility? It's a form of fear of God. The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. It's the beginning of understanding. It's the beginning of knowledge. The angel of the Lord encampeth around about them that fear Him and delivereth them. So the times that we're going into now, this is super super important stuff. Because if you don't fear God. If you don't, if you don't, if you're not humble before God, don't expect to get protection from God when the times get tough. I mean, you know, the angel of the Lord encampeth about them and delivereth them. Now, I'm not saying there's not there's not true born again Bible believing Christians that aren't going to suffer and pay the ultimate price. But in that particular case, absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So, the only way you could endure unto the end. You know, they that endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Okay, like the Bible says in the New Testament. And I don't mean, okay, now it's all of a sudden works-based salvation. Oh, you got it. It's all about works. You got to endure, you endure, endure. Enduring is just a, is just a byproduct of your salvation. It's just evidence of it. It's not the thing 
that, that saves you because you're saved through the Lord Jesus Christ. You're saved by grace through faith, grace by faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. So it's not a work. It's just evidence that you are saved, you know. It's a byproduct. That's how I look at it because they could say, oh, you're saying it's, it's now it's all works. Works will follow, though. Faith produces works. You know, you can show somebody your faith by your works, but you don't, like, go there and say, this is what's getting me into heaven, though. All my works. I'm getting into heaven through the Lord Jesus Christ, through his shed blood, through totally trusting in his sacrifice on the cross, his death, burial, and resurrection. That's why I'm getting heaven. Not because I'm such a, I've done all these works and I'm such a great person. Look at me and look at that. So it's very important to parse that whole thing out. Because this is how so many people get messed up. This is why I did that study on true salvation. And it's several parts. There's the one on just salvation. Then it goes into other stuff. Um, afterward, like after salvation. Baptism and stuff like that. Um, and it's if you go to contendingfortruth.com, it's the, uh, there's a tab up on the right. It's true salvation. Just click on that and all the, the teachings are there. Now, a lot of those links that were like regarding that before they're not valid anymore so if you've got old newsletter you're going off or something like that a lot of those links aren't going to work but like i said the whole website was revamped so make sure now i'm trying to make sure all the newsletters i'm sending out now have all the current links and all that other stuff okay so just so you know um so anyway humility is where it's at and if you don't if you don't feel like you have humility or fear of god pray for it Pray for it, okay? Because that's probably one of the most important things going into the times that we're, we're going in. The Bible says, to this man will I look, whom, whom is of a basically a contrite um, and humble spirit, essentially. And so this is the type of person God is going to look to, to help, to deliver, to guide. Somebody walk around in rank pride thinking that they're this or they're that or whatever. God's not going <laughs> to... They're, they're going to get that communication between them and God cut off. So let's go further. Um, we had on time here. Okay. Um, then Jesus said in John 7, 24, judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. Jesus said that. Jesus said judge righteous judgment. Okay, so remember, judge not lest you be judged. Is only that applies to if you're a hypocrite and you're judging the speck in your brother's eye when you got a beam in your own. Uh, Romans 16, 17, and 18. Now I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause division and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you have learned. Now this is what we're doing today. We're doing something the Bible says to do. We're marking them. We're marking this whole movement. We're marking this Nick Hall guy and all of these other evil reprobates that are trying to drag Christians into hell or people that call themselves Christians into hell. Mark them. We're we're, we are supposed to do this, which cause division and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you have learned, and avoid them. For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, meaning their own carnal lusts and fleshly desires. That's what that means. And by good words and fair speeches, deceive the hearts of the simple. Most people are simple especially in today's day and age. They haven't been brought up in church. 
They haven't been brought up with the word of God, not to say that most churches aren't apostate, but they don't have a scriptural foundation at all. And if, if, a lot of the Bibles out there right now, they're so also corrupted. I mean, the NIV has over 64,000 words removed, you know. But these people, they're going to get a whole weekend of this. Good words and fair speeches. What does that do? They deceive the hearts of the simple. Just hold together 2016. That's all they're going to get is lies. Oh, yeah, a lot of it's going to sound all really wonderful and, you know, just awesome. It's going to tickle their ears like the Bible talks about. But they're, de they're deceived, and they want to be deceived. And they, it's like, you know, it's, it's horrible. And that's what they're going to get. They're going to get a whole weekend of it. So going back to the Bay Report, it says, where, where he's commenting on the guy's quote about his holiness. He says, his holiness, eh? Listen to what the Bible has to say about the Pope and the Catholic Church. And the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet colored and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, having a golden cup in her hand full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. And upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and the abominations of the earth. And I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints. Now, there is no other institution on the planet that has been responsible for more Christian martyrs overall throughout the ages, through, through since when Christians first became Christians, the Bible says, I think it's in Acts, they, they were first called Christians in Antioch, but basically it's a follower of Christ, okay? No other institution has been responsible for the deaths of more, millions and millions and millions of Christians, and so many of them tortured in the most horrific ways you could possibly imagine. You look at the Inquisitions of Rome, okay? millions and millions and millions of people. I, I saw something the other day that said it could have been up to 400,000 or 400 million Christians. I, I've anywhere from 50 million to 400 million during the Inquisitions alone. Hard to get a good body count because a lot of that was covered up, obviously. It wasn't like there was a, you know, somebody there with a counter. But these are, these are estimates. And that was the Catholic Church. Now, there's been other maybe religions, Islam being probably one of the primary ones, other political systems that have killed Christians, yes. But throughout the ages, there's been no other one. Now, the thing about it is, this Catholicism, and I think we've made a pretty good case for this in the past, is actually, that's how Islam got its beginnings, through Catholicism. It kind of backfired on them a little bit, how they tried to create Islam, the Catholic Church. I got into this not too long ago. It was in the last six months. I did a whole little teaching on that. Um, if you just key in, probably Islam and Islam created, you'll probably find that. Anyway, um, Mystery Babylon, the mother of harlots, the abominations of earth, and I saw the, and again, it, it really is the mother of harlots. Even, even during the Protestant Reformation, when these other denominations came out of the Catholic core, they're all back into the same apostasy. And I'm not saying they didn't carry a lot of, they, they carried a lot of baggage with them, even coming out of that. There was a separate line, though, that never was yoked up with Rome. And these would have been like the Lombards and the Waldensians, and, and, and which actually, in the Anabaptists, which is where the modern-day Baptist movement came from. Now, they're really, really messed up, just like basically everybody else at this point, because they've been leavened as well. But there was a, a line, and I'm not saying they were all perfect, okay, 
But if you ever want to know um, the story on that, this other separate, it's just like there's a totally other separate line of Bibles that had nothing to do with the Catholic corrupted Bibles. Get the Faithful Baptist Witness by Phil Stringer. Now, again, to me, it's not about Baptist or glorifying that because they're 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 just as corrupt now as just about everybody. But at the time when you had these other movements, okay, there was a separate line that did not yoke up with Rome, that did not get tainted, like they didn't come out of Rome, okay, like the Protestant Reformation produced all of these other, you know, uh, denominations that came out of it. And they that's why I think when it says she's the mother of harlots, these are these other religious movements that came out of there that are totally corrupted still that are basically so many of them are just lukewarm works based other movements that you've got that came out of rome there's no other institution you go back to rome and then you look at what rome morphed into in 318 a.d through constantine where they basically kind of the modern day start of the catholic church but you go before that and even rome was killing the people and the martyring the, the christians and the Colosseums and all that rome was always the constant it was always there from the beginning and that's why i think they make a very very good case that yes this is the catholic church and you you look at and it's, i saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints there's no other institution that, that's had more more blood of the saints than the catholics than the catholic death cult going all the way back to rome nobody could even compare okay and with the blood of the martyrs of jesus and when i saw her i wondered with great admiration revelation 17 verse 4 through 6 now here's a press release so this again this press release is from pulse this is the guy that, that and the guy that started it was that nick hall Okay, he's the one that's putting on this together, 2016. And this is his organization. And Pulse is a student-led evangelism movement that is called One Million Americans. So they're, they're trying to target the youth. Okay, this Pulse. Um, it's called One Million Americans to gather on the National Mall on July 16th and join in prayer for the nation at an event called Together 2016. The free event will feature 40-plus well-known speakers, recording artists, authors, and leaders from various backgrounds for a day of unified prayer and worship. The event will feature a personal video from his, I call him his unholiness, Pope Francis, probably the most reprobate apostate, fork-tongued devil pope that we've ever seen. Okay, And then more than 1,000 churches nationwide have pledged attendance uh, with more pledges anticipated in the coming months. So there's 1,000 churches that are on board with this. This shows you the state of the church in America. And then you look around and you see all the wickedness going on in politics, in religion, with Islam, all of these things that are totally naked, totally in your face. I mean, anybody with the spiritual discernment of a dung beetle could figure this stuff out at anymore. It's the stuff I've been reporting on for like 10 years straight. And even before that, I had my newsletters going out. And yet the church, by and large, for the most part, does nothing. They're not being salt and light as the Bible commands them to be. 
and and they're they're just letting it all happen. They're just yoked up with with the government, and they and they don't want to say anything against any of the religions. They'll get their five hundred one c three status revoked, and they won't. You know, then they'll be ostracized, and the, their parishioners won't be able to write it off on their taxes, and all of these unbiblical, unjustified reasons that they don't do, they don't act. They're just gelded denominations of evil, essentially. And. There's a thousand of these churches nationwide that have pledged attendance to this abomination of an event. This Laodicean, God's going to vomit you out of his mouth event. With more pledges anticipated in the coming months. So who knows how many it'll be when it's all said and done. I mean, granted, we're only two weeks out now. More than 8,000 service opportunities will be available within a 100-mile radius of Washington, D.C., during the week before and after Together 2016. What that is, I don't know, but I guarantee it's some kind of ecumenical yoke-up-together, link arms, and let's all get on the same page and show each other how much, you know, we're, we love apostasy. Jeremiah 7.28 says, But thou shalt say unto them, This is a nation that obeyeth not the voice of the Lord their God, nor receive correction. Truth is perished, and is cut off from their mouth. I don't see how that's going to get reversed. I just don't. And all what is all this about? It's about this big national revival, they say, is going to just change everything. We're going to talk about that more. All of this is, a, is going to be a national revival toward the Antichrist and bringing the false prophet and Antichrist into existence so that they can rule over the world. This is where all this is heading. It's heading in the exact opposite direction that they say it's heading. Every bit of it. Where's it gonna, uh, when's it going to be? July 16th, uh, 2016. Again, you know, two, not this Saturday, coming up at the next Saturday, from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Okay? National Mall is where it's going to be, Washington, D.C. Who are the confirmed speakers? Now, I'm going to go over this again. I'm going to actually, I'm, I'm, I'm covering this in depth. I'm going to go over four different reports on this, and each one of them covers a little bit different angle about this because I've had so many people ask me about this, and I really felt like I needed to go over this thoroughly. Confirmed speakers include Hillsong United. We're going to talk about them extensively. They are absolute, total, pure, reprobate, white-hot evil. Now, most of these people, I got no clue who they are. Okay, I don't, I don't have any idea. Um, some of them are explained along the way. We're going to get into some of them, but I'm just going to go ahead and lay it out here so you you know. Carrie Job, Francis Chan, Lecrae, who is some supposed Christian rapper, Nick Hall, Passion, Crowder, Kirk Franklin, Ravi Zacharias, and I know him, Jeremy Camp, Andy Menino, Michael W. Smith. I've done many reports on him. Lauren Dangle, Christine Kane, Mark Batterson, Matthew West, Joe Saxon, Mike Kelsey, Casting Crowns, I've heard of them, John K. Jenkins Sr., Josh McDowell, again, one of these uh, radio uh, Christian guys, quote Christian, Laurel Bunker, Louis Palau, another one of them, Tadashi, Tasha Combs, Lacey Strom, York Moore, Trip Lee, Sammy Rodriguez, Ronnie Floyd, Reed Sanders, Bob Lentz, Jose Zayas, whoever that is, Jenny Allen, Nabil Krishi, Ann Voskamp, 
KB, Christine DeClaro, Matt Mayer, Sammy Winoni, Lindsay Nobles, Amina Brown, and Josh Brewer. Sorry for all the names I probably butcher. With a special message from His Unholiness, Pope Francis. Now here's some Bible verses that you know I kind of thought applied to this. For such, meaning the people I just talked about, are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into apostles of Christ. Meaning they transform themselves into what appears to be apostles of Christ. And no marvel, for Satan himself is also transformed into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no great thing if his ministers, who are the people I just talked about, if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness. They appear as ministers of righteousness, but they're, they're totally evil, whose end shall be according to their works. They're all going to hell, and they want to take you to hell is what that means. It's that big of a deal. This is a heaven and hell type of thing. You, you follow these movements, you're on your way to hell most likely. I mean, at some point you're going to have to get wake up and get off that train and in in you know i mean you're following these false apostles and deceitful workers they're trying to get you to yoke up with rome they're trying to get you to understand that that you know water down the gospel and turn it into this whatever it's horrible second peter 2 17 through 19 says these meaning the people i just talked about are wells without water clouds that are carried with a tempest to whom the midst of darkness is reserved forever with meaning they're all going to be in hell okay translation that's what that means for when they speak great swelling words of vanity and guaranteed you're going to get a lot of great swelling words of vanity at together 2016 with the pope being the satanic cherry on top of the sunday they allure meaning they allure you, they, they bring you in through the lusts of the flesh. Through much wantonness, those that are clean escape from them who live in error. Again, a call to come out from among them and be separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing. While they promise them liberty, because you're going to get a lot of promises there. Oh, just do this and do this and yoke up with us and yoke up, and, and we're going to promise you all this liberty. God doesn't require any of this holiness or, or whatever. He doesn't, he doesn't want you to live holy. It does, that doesn't matter. Just yoke up together and just be with us and everything will be great. Kumbaya and everything will be great. While they promise them liberty, they themselves are the servants of corruption. For of whom a man is overcome, of the same he is brought in bondage. See, when you go to these types of events and you sit there and you sit under, I mean, this would apply to an apostate church as well. That's why I caution people about what church they're going to. Because when you do this, what's, what's happening is you're being overcome. And it may not be the first time you go, it may not even be the second, but it's slow. It can be slow. You're not seeing the demonic things that are going on. Or the, change, the demonic changes that's happening to you on a spiritual level. Why? Because they're invisible. But you're being overcome, and for of whom a man is overcome, of the same he is brought into bondage. And in the end, you're, you're literally in bondage, and you don't even see it. You're blind to it. These people that are going to this thing think that, that they're, they're called of God to do this, and they're going there, and they're serving God, and, and everything's going to be great, and they're all going to be unified together. But they're blind, and they're in bondage, yet they don't see it. Jeremiah 5, 26-31. For among my people are found wicked men. 
Now, this is if this doesn't apply to today, I don't know what does. They lay wait. They got 40 speakers laying wait. And the Pope himself, they got 40 speakers, and who knows who else ever speaking there. And the Pope himself are laying wait for all these this million people that are going to this together 2016, two Saturdays from now. They lay wait as he that set a snares, they set a trap, they catch men. They want your soul. They want you to burn in hell, is what they're saying. And they also want your money in this life. They catch men. They want power over you. They want your money. They want the control. They want to be able to deceive you. They catch men. As a cage is full of birds, so are their houses full of deceit. Therefore, they are become great and waxen rich. Now, you could say, yeah, well, if they weren't of God, how could Kenneth Copeland have his own airport? How, how, could, they, how, how could Kenneth Copeland say he's like a billionaire or whatever he said? How, how, how could uh, uh, Joyce Meyer have a gold, gold toilet? Uh, and these are all things I've reported on in the past. How, how, how could, you know, they have their mansions all over the place and private jets and, 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 and the Catholic Church be the, one of the richest institutions on the planet and all of this money that they possess and Benny Hinn and all his riches. Well, the Bible says their houses are full of deceit. Therefore, they're become great and wax and rich. Because they're deceiving you, because they're conning you, and they're conning you out of your money, they are. They, they will become great and wax and rich. Verily, they, as Jesus said, verily they have their reward in this life. Okay? In the next life, it's hell. And then the lake of fire. But, you know... In this life, yeah, verily you have your reward. They are waxen fat, meaning they are, they are grown fat. They shine, yea, they overpass the deeds of the wicked. And I think in, in that term, it's not like they're all walking around obese. They're fat with, with um, the riches and all of the things they procured from all of these people they have deceived and, and set traps for and caught. Okay, They're waxen fat, they shine, yea, they overpass the deeds of the wicked. They judge not the cause, the cause of the fatherless. Yet they prosper. Yeah, how much of, of all of these ministries that are out there, how much of that's going to like feeding orphans and widows and, and little children and, and, and bringing the salvation to like third world countries and things of this nature? Dare I say very, very little and whatever they're getting is probably a very watered down version of the gospel. Okay? Because they're not serving God, they're serving Satan. So, yet they prosper and the right of the needy do they not judge then God says, shall I not visit for these things? When's God going to visit us? Could he, could he be, could this be one of the last pivotal events that happens before judgment rains down on this country? Like I said, between now and the elections, if we don't see something beyond cataclysmic going on, I mean, either God's judgment and or, uh, I mean, they're going to do everything they can to keep Trump out of office. From every indicator I am seeing. They're probably even, they're trying right now just to steal the nomination, even at the upcoming R, the uh, Republican National Convention. This doesn't mean, like, I think Trump's perfect. I'm telling you, everything I'm seeing indicates that. Look at the email I put out today. I'm not making that stuff up. All the stuff about Hillary. Hillary... Hitlery is the one they have got to have in office in order for their wicked, evil, nefarious New World Order plans to proceed forth. 
And Trump does not fill that bill. Trump is saying the exact opposite of what Hillary wants to implement. Now, I'm not saying Trump's perfect. I'm not saying he couldn't get in there and be Satan incarnate. But I'm talking about what are their platforms, okay? And from every indicator I'm seeing with what the news is doing and everything else, and if, if Trump is able to somehow, through the grace of God or whatever, if he is actually whatever he says he is, if he's somehow able to maneuver himself into a position where he actually becomes president, they're not going to go down without a fight. Okay? Unless, at some point, he fully gets on board that New World Order train. And if, he's been, if it's been a con job all along, what's well, the best con job I've ever seen, is all I'm saying. Okay? If he, if he does get on, on board at some point and, they, and he starts playing ball with them, which could happen, then you'll probably start start to see all these attacks against him just go away. They'll get him in there, he'll implement what they want want him to implement, and it'll be just a different version of what they were going to do with Hillary. I don't know. Just between now, though, and um, the November elections, it could be one of the most cataclysmic times this country has ever seen. I fully expect it to be that way. If it's not, it'd be an absolute miracle. Absolute miracle. And when you have... Things like this going on, this Together 2016, when God says, shall not, it says, shall I not visit for these things? That's what I think about. When is God's going to really, when is he going to visit? Because I don't know how much more he's going to take of this rank, unbelievable apostasy and in shaking your fist at God, essentially. Shall I not visit for these things, saith the Lord? Shall not my soul be avenged on such a nation as this? Yeah, again, yeah, when's that coming? Is it, is it really soon? Because it really could be soon. And then you look at all the other things the New World Order has set up with the Muslims and all the terror cells that are already here, and you look at just 50, no, 100-some people were killed today alone or something from this car bombing or whatever thing it was in Istanbul. I mean, it's getting worse. We're bringing them in. We've trained them. We're giving them places to go, places to stay, funding our government. We've proven this. All they got to do is activate them at this point. And we're going to have martial law. Then, guess what? Hillary and Trump go out the door and Obama stays in indefinitely. Third term of Obama. So... If they, I really, it, it looks like if they can't keep Trump out and they cannot totally corrupt him, let's say he's not corrupted, then that is probably one of their main go-to options. Some type of cataclysmic event or multiple cataclysmic events. Order out of chaos, okay? They're going to bring the new world order out of the chaos of this. Obama stays in for a third term. And we have hell on earth. A wonderful and horrible thing is committed in the land. The prophets prophesy falsely, and the priests bear rule by their means, meaning the priests are doing it their way, which is exactly what's going on. The pastors and priests, or whatever clergy you would call them, they're doing things their way. They're not doing things biblically. They're brainwashed from cemetery from the cemeteries they got brainwashed in, on up into the churches they go. I mean, seminaries. Sorry. 
yoke up with the government, do this, bring all these worldly programs in, preach just the love of God, don't preach about sin, don't preach about holiness, use your false Bible versions, water everything down, you know, <laughs> the prophets prophesy falsely, that's the norm, okay, especially in charismatic circles, I can't tell you how many prophecies I've seen that don't come to pass. I mean, so many over the years, and I came out of the charismatic movement, so I'm super familiar with this type of stuff. Um, and the priests bear rule by their means, and my people love to have it so. And see, this is the thing. When I was in the charismatic movement, and I had all these prophecies that I saw were supposedly, and then I started seeing all these prophecies not come to pass. Some of them were personal prophecies spoken over me. Some of them were prophecies like big ones, like big ministers had said. And then all of a sudden I started seeing that they were time dependent. Like this is going to happen by summer. Does it happen? And I started seeing that happen over and over again. I didn't love that. I didn't love that. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I got to rethink things here. They're not hearing from God. How do I know? Because if you go to Deuteronomy 18, it says the test of a prophet is that if he says something, 100% of the time it comes to pass. And then if he says something and it doesn't come to pass, it says you're not, you're not to follow them or fear him. Well, that was the norm in the charismatic movement. So when you have prophets prophesying falsely and the priests bearing rule by their means, and when it says, and my people love to have it so, I, I the difference, and I'm not saying this from a pride standpoint, I'm saying... The difference between what a Christian should do and shouldn't do is a Christian should not love that. They should not love it when priests do or pastors or whatever do their own things unbiblically and prophets prophesy falsely. That should be a red flag for you to get out and get away from them and come out from among them and be separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing. That's what that should be a sign of. Okay? But for the most part, my people love to have... So you're going to have together 2016... Two week, two Saturdays from now, where you're going to have like a million whatever people there who love to have it so. They love false prophecies. They love it when the church does their own thing. They love it when they can have their sin. They love it when they're told things that tickle their own ears. And then it says, and what will you do in the end thereof? This is the, the, the time that is fastly approaching. And when this stuff goes down, you know... Like, let's say whatever cataclysmic thing happens between now and November. If it does. If it does. I pray to God it doesn't. But if it does, that'll be... I mean, the night cometh when no man can work. I must work the works of him that sent me because the night cometh when no man can work. Jesus Christ said that. So, we're probably most likely quickly approaching that time. They're gonna, they, will, they will shut down. Most likely the internet, and other than whatever their own state-sponsored programs of propaganda, George Orwellian 1984 programs that they're going to implement and have in place, they'll have those. But alternative media sources, particularly ones that are of a Christian origin, they will be totally shut down. So, you know, how long I'm up here, I don't know. You know, I have no clue. But it could be very soon. Um, I've never seen a, a more perilous time, a more perilous time period in all my years of ministry than from between now and really 
I would have to say between now and when Obama's scheduled to leave office. I want to say November. But between now and when, when, when he's scheduled to leave. Deuteronomy 11, 16 through 18. Take heed to yourselves that your heart be not deceived and ye turn aside and serve other gods and worship them. This is what's happening when you have a million people going to yoke up together at this reprobate, apostate, together 2016. The Bible says that your heart be not deceived, and you turn aside and serve other gods. That's what you're doing. You're serving other gods. And worship them. And then the Lord's wrath be kindled against you. And he shut up the heaven, and there be no rain, and the land yield not her fruit, and lest ye perish quickly from off the good land which the Lord giveth you. Therefore shall ye lay these thing, these words up in your heart and your soul. So we're, 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 we're to always pray that we're not deceived, because it's very, very easy to be deceived. This is why I'm so, I key in on these verses so much, you know. We're not to be ignorant of Satan's devices lest he get an advantage of us. And, and Satan's devices are just everywhere anymore. And Satan's devices are the norm now. Hosea 4.6, my people are, are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, which is the norm, okay, I will also reject thee. So God takes it very seriously if you're shown truth and you reject it. What happened? I will also reject thee, that thou shalt be no priest to me, seeing thou hast forgotten the law of God, I will also forget thy children. So if you're the head of the house, or let's say you're a single mom, and you've been shown the truth, and you're like, I, I don't like that truth. Yeah, it's truth, but I don't like it. I'd rather have my ears tickled. Well, the Bible says that this can also affect your children because of what you've done. So if you wind up in hell and your children wind up in hell, you'll have yourself to blame for it, is kind of what is implied here. Now granted, you could embrace truth and your children could still go off in the wrong direction. But you're not going to be responsible then. You've warned them. You've been like a watchman of Ezekiel 3 or 33. You've warned them. Your, their blood will not be on your hands. But if they wind up in hell because of what you've done, because of the apostasy you've went into and embraced, and you knew full well better that you shouldn't have, well, their blood will be on your hands. I'm just saying these are what the Bible verses imply as far as I can see. Um, okay, so I'm going back to the main article. Okay, so they're saying, why are we having this event? The times call for this moment, said Nick Hall, founder of Pulse. It is time to gather on a large scale and draw our attention back to where it really matters. Our hope and our help are found in Jesus. So see, they're trying to ride the coattails of Jesus while they flush the word of God down the toilet. Seriously, that's what they're doing. They're not following the word of God. They just want to invoke his name, ride his coattails, and imply that that makes everything right and good and true. Which is a total lie from the pit of hell. Our hope and our help are found in Jesus, not in political leaders. Well, that is very, very true. But your Jesus, your warped, apostate, watered-down, idle, Catholic-eyes Jesus is not the Jesus of the Bible, okay? We are going to come together, seek God, pray for our nation, and pray for unity. Jesus Christ said, think, think that I come to earth not to bring peace, but a sword. 
for a house will be basically divided against itself, father against son, mother against daughter. Now, granted, is that what we're, we don't want to pray for that, but for so much of the of us that are like my listeners, that's the case. I think we can relate to a lot of that. And they, I have a lot of people over the years saying, you know, hey, since I found this truth and I've embraced it, my whole family's ostracized me. I don't have any, my, my friends are, and I'm like, hey, man, this welcome to the club. I don't know what to tell you. Pray that, pray that God guide you to other like-minded listeners. How can I tell them to go to a 501c3 corporate church that's been corrupted? How can I, in good, what if they go there and then they get corrupted? I'm not going to tell them that. I feel like my blood, their blood will be on my hands if I tell them to do that. Yes, would it be great if there was a whole bunch of really true, rock-solid, Bible-believing churches or there was one really, really good denomination that hadn't been corrupted? I haven't found it. The last denomination I came out was independent, fundamental, King James-only, Bible-believing Baptists, which were supposedly the cream of the crop, and I saw more backbiting, more pride, more garbage in that denomination than about anywhere I'd ever been. They, had, they, they did have some things right, and I'm not saying they're all bad, but I'm telling you, I mean, I tried. I, 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 I was in, and this is one of the knocks against me, I'm not in a church, therefore I'm, I'm off in left field, and, and, and I'm, I don't have a shepherd over me, and this and that. I've heard it before, okay? Listen, I went in, I've been in those movements, I tried. I, 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 I was Sunday school teacher, I, I, I did, you know, all kind of stuff within the church, I, and I would always every single church even though they were independent fundamental king james only the first one was non-incorporated unincorporated non-501c3 right down the line there was all kind of other stuff going on in the church that was just like you know whoa what are we doing here why do we have hexagrams in the church why do we why are we celebrating christmas that was the biggest one why are we you know and some of the other ones it was the 501c3 issue and not one time did any of those pastors yield to one thing that I ever humbly brought before them. I didn't do it in a mean way. I didn't go to them and bring a railing accusation against a pastor or an elder. I didn't do it that way. Trust me, I did not do it that way. I was very nice. I was kind. I wouldn't do it in front of other people. I tried to do it behind closed doors. It, it didn't work. None of them were receptive. And I eventually just got put in a position where I just either had to go or or I like, you know, yeah, you've heard me tell the testimony about the last church I was in. So I wish I had this great answer for somebody on that. But it's the day and times we're living in. Church on every corner and 99.999% of them are totally corrupted and leavened. Okay, I'm sorry. I wish it wasn't that way. I wish it wasn't that way. I do. That's why I tell you don't follow any man, including myself. Follow the word of God. Get a King James Bible. Pray. Fast. Draw an eye unto God and he will draw an eye unto you. The Holy Spirit can teach you. Okay? I hope that maybe I can be a benefit to you in some way, shape, or form. You know? And I just, I just pray nothing but goodness and love and in mercy and that my listeners and they and the people they influence would just serve god and be used of god mightily for his glory and that would be used to lead many to the lord and that they would be delivered 
and that they would be protected and preserved. That is my prayer for them. Um, so this, uh, I, I know I'm way over on time here. Um, but see, the thing is, is now I can upload teachings because of this website switchover. I could upload a five hour, but I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to make the parts that long. I want to, I want to try to keep them, oh, hour, hour and a half. Um, so anyway, uh, okay. So he says, our hope and our help are found in Jesus, not political leaders. We are going to come together to seek God, pray for our nation, pray for unity. Our goal is to gather as a united front, seeking Jesus, right, right, seeking their Jesus, seeking their false, reprobate, apostate, Catholic Jesus, essentially. And change, and again, this is all about the mother of harlots. This is all about the mother of harlots of whores, whores gathering her chicks together under her wing. They're all coming back to the Catholic whore. That's what this is. Seeking Jesus and change for our nation through prayer and worship. What a what a forked tongue liar from the pit of hell. I mean, the, the one thing about it, I will say, is my job is so easy now. I don't even know what to report on anymore. I mean, if I had, like Jones does, and, and, and a, a whole team of people, I could literally do it seven days a week. We could have a news station like Jones and report on this stuff seven days a week, except what I would do is do what I'm doing now and not and not make everything, okay, we got to do this and we got to do that, and all man-centered and play you know, hard rock intros into, into every audio clip and, and, and badger you to buy my products 24-7 to fund the operation or whatever. I don't do that. I've never never begged for, for donations. I've never done that. I mean, yes, the donations, and, and I, I'm very, very appreciative for the donations that have come in for the, for the um, people that have bought products from me. And yes, that does fund our operation. Yes, that is the vehicle by which God has let us operate. True. But I don't ever go out there and... It's like, man, I listen to these other broadcasts, and it's like every 15 minutes they got their, some spiel for money, begging for money, or where's buy this product, buy this. And I'm like, oh, my word. There's no way I could do that. There's no way. And it's just standard operating procedure, though, nowadays. Money, money, money. So um, Titus 115 the second part of it, B through 16, says, Unto them that are defiled and unbelieving is nothing pure. But even their mind and conscience is defiled. They profess that they know God like this Nick guy of Pulse, Nick Hall guy of Pulse. They profess they know God. That's very common. That's the norm. But in works they deny him. See, a tree is known by its fruit. So you can say all the flowery garbage coming out of your mouth, and all I got to really do is look at your fruit, though, to see if you're actually true. Because if you're really of God, then the words should match up to the works. If the words aren't matching up to the works, then there's a problem. If a tree is producing bad fruit, and this is as rotten of a fruit as you could produce, then you know the words are lies, they profess they know God, but in works they deny him, being abominable and disobedient unto every good work reprobate. Perfect example of what we're talking about today here. Uh, and then about Pulse. Founded by Nick Hall in 2006, Pulse is a prayer and evangelism movement 
evangelism movement uh, on a mission to empower the church and awaken culture to the reality of Jesus. Since Pulse's founding, we have linked arms with hundreds of ministries and churches around the world to drag them down into hell. Oh, no, I mean to fuel evangelistic movements. Sorry, I added the last part in there. Um, anyway, that's all I have for part one. God bless you, and we will see you in part two where we're going to continue this and look at this from different angles. Scott Johnson's 1,000-plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the Internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H.com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70, Southeast, number 321, Kickery, NC, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.